Welcome to a special edition of Two Blokes and a Punt with Lockie McDonald and the big Dill Doe. Dylan, how are you, brother? Doing really well, mate. I think we should change your name to the Bronze Adonis, I reckon. The Bronze uh, Adonis? Yeah, seems yeah, you're on location this week, not in Tokenwall. No, Decided no. Decided to take yourself off to the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah, you know, look, uh, this is where the floodwaters brought me. Um, up here for my 30th. And look, I'm not becoming a bronze Adonis. I'm probably a bit more of a seaman at the moment with our, uh, all the water around. So, <laughs> fair enough. Right? You know, might get some good laps in, mate. Yeah, yeah. Just swim against the current for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but uh, look, uh, as I mentioned, special edition, uh, I'm going to do a NRL season predictor, uh, which will include the ladder, Daily M medalist, state of origin winner, uh, the top try scorer, and the top point scorer, as well as the premiers. Uh, a couple of little surprises in store. Um, maybe a little bit of biased in there as well, somewhere. But look, we'll just see how we go. And uh, look, if you don't mind, I might start off with my minor premiers, if that sounds all right to you. Uh, minor uh, premiers will be Penrith. They will not. I, I have. Can't be North Queensland. You can't say them. Come on. No, can't be that um, biased. Oh, I'm not that biased. Good. Uh, I've actually gone the Roosters. Uh, I hate the Roosters. Uh, but look, they finished fifth last year without arguably their second best player in Luke Keery. Um, their season was plagued by injuries uh, all through their squad. They relied on a lot of depth and still managed to finish fifth. Um, Luke Keery and Sam Walker will finally team up and they're playing behind a very, very solid forward pack. A uh, lot of representative uh, experience in there and a nice solid back line with the addition of Kevin Naguama, who was a great player over here when he was playing for the Tigers and then was playing in the Super League as well. So, look, I think he's a great addition to their squad. And finishing fifth last year under Sam Walker as their main half, I think they're going to be too strong and I'm putting them as my minor premiers. Uh, look, probably a very unpopular opinion. It's unpopular in my own mind, uh, but sometimes you just have to go with what you think is right and... Well, I think they're going to be the team to beat this year. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Um, I know you've, you've outlined a few good things there. Then uh, second, I have the Penny Panthers. Uh, look, they're pretty much running back their same squad. They've lost a couple, um, couple of players, uh, including Matt Burton, who was massive for them. Uh, he's moved on to the Bulldogs. Um so I don't think there's going to be too much 
changing around there. Their spine stays the same. And I think if Dylan Edwards can produce a little bit more offensively, he's going to provide that spark for them that's going to alleviate uh, the loss of Matt Burton. Um, there's not there's not too many weaknesses in this side. Like Cleary and Luau are uh, a great combination. Cleary's defence has picked up dramatically. Uh, they play left and right. They can work in together. Their forward pack's solid. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're another side. So I was tossing up between... Uh, obviously the Roosters and the Panthers for who finish on top, but uh, the deciding factor in, in the long run was James Tedesco, so um, put the Roosters on top, Panthers to finish second and uh, look I'll, uh, I know you're probably a little bit disappointed that I put the Panthers down that low, but just, uh, read, well, just I'm just reading the map mate it's all right, mate. I like being underestimated. You know, the underdogs will come. Well, use what? <laughs> yeah, right, mate. Uh, I'll probably lose the first six games of the season. <laughs> oh, if you lose the first six games of the season, I'll shave my mustache. I don't want you to do that. You can shave yeah. something. Shave that, an eyebrow or something. That's how confident <laughs> I am. Uh, look, third, I've actually gone with the Sea Eagles. Uh, I grew up absolutely hating Manly, as you do when you're from Newcastle. Yep. Um, I actually think they're a dark horse to win the Premiership this year. This year, You've got Tommy Turbo, DCE, and Kieran Foran. Um, they're all going to combine really well. Uh, Lockie Croker had a blinder at hooker last year um, for someone who, had ne- who was playing out of position. Uh, he's really cemented himself as they're starting number nine. Uh, you still got Desi at the helm. Uh, look, I just... They put on as many points as they wanted to last year and their defence was solid. Um, they're they're going to be a lot of trouble for any team they come up against, especially if someone gets them at Brookvale. Um, you can just chalk that up to a win pretty much automatically. Uh, they can turn that place into a an absolute fortress. So I've got the the uh, the Sea Eagles finishing third. They also have two of the fastest people in the comp as well. So they're going to be a bit exciting, I think. Jason Saab. Can't remember the other one. There's Look, I'm, one. Put, I'm putting Jason Saab down as the fastest player in the comp. Yeah. He's a he quick man. He chased down Adokar and... Uh, Hammerside Fado from the Cowboys, who many think is the fastest in the comp. And Jason Saab just glides. He's an absolute weapon. Just watching him in open field, like just it's like watching Usain Bolt. Yeah. Sort of brings me back to my old days. Yeah. Of watching of watching Usain Bolt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think I would have even got like he, his jog would have been quicker than my sprinting. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolute <laughs> force of nature that bloke. Uh, 
that brings me to rounding out my top four. Uh, and that is the Melbourne Storm. Um, they're just an ultra-consistent side. Uh, Craig Bellamy at the helm. Cam Munster has got a full pre-season in it, uh, as well as Ryan Pappenhausen. They By all both... reports, he's, uh, he's pulled his head in too. Yes, yeah. They, if they're both fighting fit, that squad is going to be, oh, yeah, it's going to be a great squad. Um, a player who I think is severely underrated is Jerome Hughes, uh, their halfback. Uh, I really like watching him play. Uh, great defender, obviously coming up from a fullback position, taught himself how to play halfback in the NRL and just controls the game perfectly and allows Munster to do what Munster does, which is whatever the bloody hell he wants. <laughs> yep. So uh, once again, you look solid forward pack and uh, even with the loss of Addo Carr, they've managed to replace him with Xavier Coates from... Uh, the Broncos, who's a great addition, and I think, look, look, if anyone writes the storm off, I think they're uh, a bit special. Um, they're just a a well drilled, well drilled squad. Probably the best coach the game's ever seen. Um, unpopular opinion as well, and yeah, I, I just. You can't write them off, even with some of the player turnover, like losing Dale Finucane as well is massive. But, um, yeah, Storm will, Storm will definitely finish top four. Heard it here first. I got a question to put to you about this. Righto. Shoot. Yeah. It's well known that Brandon Smith is moving to the Roosters. Yeah. So... This is where I don't like the signing of people beforehand. What if it's yes. a Roosters Storm Grand Final? Yeah, yeah, I don't like it either. Uh, you should have to wait till your contract's expired uh, before signing with a squad. Um, there is a tampering rule in place, but obviously that's out the window if you're signing a contract, you know, mid-contract to go to a different team. Yeah. Uh, you should you should only be able to sign an extension uh, with the current team you're playing with, and if you don't want to sign that extension, well then you wait till you're a free agent, and then you can sign with whoever you want. Yeah, it'll be an interesting circumstance if this um, rolls around. Yeah, yeah. Look, Brandon Smith's a, a great player, and I reckon I reckon the cheese will do the right thing, and he'll, you know plays hardest for the Storm while he's got a Storm jersey on. And uh, once he puts a Roosters jersey on, I think he'll play as hard as he can for the Roosters. Um, yeah. It would, it'd, be, it'd be interesting if... Because obviously they've got Harry Grant there as well yeah. with yeah. the nine. Say they're both having a uh, sort of what you, a even season. Yep. Do you pick... Harry Grant over Brandon Smith because of that reason? No. 
you do what's best for the team, but Brandon Smith can play lock. And there's no reason why you can't play him on the field at the same time. Yep. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And look, uh, Bellamy will have all of that figured out and will know exactly what he's doing. Yep. Uh, he's a, he's yes. a great coach and can read the game. He doesn't play to a, um, a schedule or timings or anything. He just sees the game and goes how it is. Yep. I like it. All right. Well, uh, so that rounds out my top four. So top four in order is Roosters, Panthers, Manly, Storm. Uh, that brings me to number five, which is the Parramatta Eels. Um, okay. Look, hard to rule out Parramatta. They're always going to be thereabouts with this current squad. Um they were unlucky to lose Hayes Dempster to an ACL, so he's out all year, um, a young up-and-coming winger. Uh, showed good pace when he played last year. Good ability. He only would have come on really well over the preseason and unfortunately did his ACL in the first trial game. Um, so that that's a spot for them to fill. But um, these days, wing use a specialty position, but everyone's banging down the door to get on. So uh, then you got um, Reed Marnie as your lock, Clint Gutherson. Uh, sorry, Reed Marnie as your hooker, not your lock, sorry. Um, Clint Gutherson at the back, uh, Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown really steering the ship. Uh, nice strong forward pack with RCG, uh, even... Britton Nakora on the edges and Isaiah Papali. So, look, it was it was really hard to rule uh, to rule the Eels coming any lower than fifth. Uh, I think I think they're going to be thereabouts. I don't think they're going to win the premiership again. Um, by again, I mean uh, they haven't won it for a long time. So, I think the drought continues. But yeah. I'd, they're going to be a really, really strong side, and they should they should see uh, a couple rounds of finals footy come come September. Yep. Do you uh, read much into the fact that they thumped Penrith last weekend? No. 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 I, uh, well, they looked good. I don't read too much into it. Um, if that was week 14 of the season, both full strength and everything on a dry pitch, then absolutely I would yep. really start looking into it. Uh, preseason game, yeah, look, that was still in February. Um, I'm not. I'm not too worried about that. And I was Ivan Cleary and the Panthers. I wouldn't be too worried about it either. Just getting a bit of rust out. Um, and they'll be, yeah, they'll be ready to go. But as for the Eels getting a good win, that'll definitely help their confidence going into round one though. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I like it. 
so in sixth, I've actually gone the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, even though they've lost Adam Reynolds and Dane Gagai, uh, I still yep. think they're going to be squ- uh, a very strong squad. Uh, nice forward pack, some good outside backs. Uh, Alex Johnson is a try-scoring machine. Uh, my biggest uh, concern for them is Cody Walker. Um, Cody Walker's an absolute freak. Gun player. I'm a little bit unsure how he's going to go um, controlling the game without Reynolds because Reynolds used to control the game and Cody could just play off him. Um we did see glimpses last year where Reynolds was off injured and Cody just took the game on and absolutely won the game himself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different to do it for sort of a game compared to doing it for a whole season, though. That's right. And it yeah. looks like uh, from all reports that the uh, the Rabbitohs might be starting, uh, I believe his name is Lockie Elias. Um, who's a rookie halfback. So that's going to put more pressure on on Cody himself. So uh, I think if all that is correct, I think the best that the Rabbits will go will be sixth. Yep. All righty. So that rounds out my top six. Uh, have a quick break. I'll do the last 10 because I've got a couple of surprises coming up there. But... Um, how about we go into a little bit of choice of two with two blokes? Oh, I think that's a lovely idea. Oh, you and all the listeners, mate. They love I, it. Uh, I have, uh, I've got, I've got, I've got a few good ones, I reckon. You've got a few good ones. I love yeah. the good ones. Give it to me. You're up first, mate. You're up. Well... Following on from, and I'm so glad I was stressing a little bit when you said that you were going to go over your origin winner and everything. So this one one might, I don't think we'll lift it. You can just say yes or no with this one. But I've got, will Billy Slater do a good job at the Maroons? I think Billy Slater is going to have a lot of help behind the scenes at the Maroons, and it will look like Billy's doing a good job, but there'll be a lot of strings being pulled from behind the scenes. Okay. All right. Okay. Staying on with the NRL. Now, I'm not fully across all of what's happened here, but I do know a little bit about it. Right. And the question is, has the NRL completely stuffed it up with the shortening of the suspensions for, if I remember correctly, Reese Walsh, Latrell Mitchell, and Brandon Smith by treating the um, All-Star game as a game? Um, look, tough, tough one to... Uh, answer this one um i think they're more a little bit more lenient leading into the season from the all-star game but then you look at the pre-season games and you know 
some people are getting four weeks for something that you know you might get two weeks for normally um but i think they're just trying to stamp everything out nice and early before the season starts but you know i'll make train the house down for you know four months getting ready makes a little mistake uh and no the, these the are first. the these are the ones from last year in relate well the melbourne storm ones were in relation to their uh um white powder oh huh? yes and and reese walsh having it in his pocket up here where i am yes oh yeah absolutely they've gone too lenient yep because then then it was it was well, jordan rapana yes rapana or whatever no, um you, right you got one right i'm absolutely nailing it we might have, we might have to finish the podcast now. <laughs> uh yeah because he 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 had his carried over and it was like a suspended sentence and then he got suspended last yeah. week for a hit and they've now gone right oh well you've done wrong we're going to bring that one in Is that no correct? so i believe he got suspended um during the all-star game ah uh, yes sorry yes yeah and then was was able to play in a trial match i believe I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure there, but he will miss the first couple of weeks of the season. Yep. No, no, I like it though. I like that you said that. So uh last NRL question, I think. Yes, I think it is. Yep. Are you a fan of the Thursday night games? No. Okay. What about the Monday night more Monday games? Uh when Monday night was on, um I didn't mind it getting home from work. Have a feed, put Monday night footy on, and then go straight into the Matty John show. Shout out to Matty. Um, I don't, yeah, I just don't know about Thursday night. Like the week's winding down. I'm normally pretty tired. Yeah. Um, and it's all, it's either a bloody Broncos game or a Melbourne game or something like that. Like just, it's the same as Friday night. Like, but I don't want to watch the Broncos bloody 16 weeks of the year. Like, Give me something different. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, but then again, where are they going to put all the games? So, you know, there's yep. there's there's that problem as well. So, look, if it's on, I'm going to watch it, but prefer it somewhere else. Yep, all right, fair enough. Um, who would you rather own, Nature Strip or Very Elegant? Look, after last weekend, I'm going to say very elegant. Okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, would you rather own a greyhound or a harness horse? Um, more about the dish lickers. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, yeah. I, I would be uh, owning a crim on rims. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what, what bet do you prefer to lay? A trifecta or a first four? Oh, um, normally a trifecta. Yep. Uh, moving into a little bit of a uh, into a little bit of some college basketball. Yeah. Uh, Coach K, last season, 
Yes, I know. Uh, Is it 40, to... 42? Oh, 42 years? Got no idea, to be honest. I think I, think long, I read it was long 42 time. years or something. Yeah. A long time. Are uh, Duke going to struggle without him? Yes. Okay. He, he's a staple of their program, and a lot of uh, a lot of the kids go there to play with Coach Gay. Yep. Yep. Um, at the moment, number one ranked team is the Gonzaga. Yep. Are they going to go all the way? Um. really tough we are just coming into march madness which i love um yeah i think they will actually yep yeah yep. okay no nice 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 um bit of a controversial topic this one um it got mentioned a while ago and it's usually only around sort of cycling but do you think that they should have yeah, they've got the NBA and they've got all their strict drug rules and everything. Yeah. Should they have, like, doesn't need to be NBA, yeah. could be soccer, yeah. could be yeah. anything. The NBA aren't that strict. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, they're saying they are. Oh, but, yeah. You, hey? you, want, you want to go out and uh, smoke 12 doobies the night before a game? <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead. <laughs> That's well, I meant, I meant more the performance enhancing. Content. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, do you think, as I said, doesn't have to be NBA, could be soccer, could be anything. Do you think that they should bring in a juiced league where you can take whatever you want, you can play, you know, up to your eyeballs in performance enhancers? No. No? No. I'd, I wouldn't mind seeing an Olympics uh, and just seeing how much they do help. Um, against like all the world records and everything, or but, how much that doesn't change. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, but as for a league where they do it, no. Yep. That no, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Last question. I don't know how across this you would be, but uh, should. Mr. White, aka Dana White, uh, look to like at the moment he's very not well, not very against, but he's a bit against having his fighters box. Do you think he should look more into it? Um, look, there's definitely money to be made for him. For it, um, I can understand why he doesn't, but. He's got a lot of, like, a lot of his fighters are strikers. So, mm. um, yeah. Yeah, look, in a financial sense, yes. But in a per- personal stance, I would say no. Okay. Keep, keep the sports separate. Yep. No, that's all right. I was just sitting there going, like, you know, you've got Francis and Garner at the moment would love to have a fight with... Tyson Fury and Tyson Fury would love to have a fight with Ngannou. Yeah. I just thought, you know, you, you've got, you know, obviously Ngannou's a bit of a striker, although he did show his wrestling side against Cyril Garn. Um, But I sit there and I go, imagine 
just having those two just throwing hands. Yeah, there's yeah. a few big bodies in the ring there, isn't there? <sighs> I think they would have to bloody reinforce the ring a couple of times. But... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's me done. Yep, righto. Uh, I am ready to go for you. Um, yes, yes, we've... no, no, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Fair enough. With Big Coxie being able to wear his sunnies, <gasps> will it lead to more AFL's, AFL players doing so? I hope so. Yeah. Should I... he find a pair Sorry. of speed dealers? Oh, bloody earth, he should. Um, I love this. I I love that the AFL has done it. Um, a lot of other sports do it in terms of, you know, you got you look at the NBA, they do it, a.k.a. shout out to Horace Grant. Yeah, um, and, and uh, Jalen Smith, he's the new guy. Jalen Smith's wearing them now. He's been wearing them since he came oh, into the league. Oh, sorry. Yes, I I remember this because, yes, we talked yeah, the, about this one other time. Yeah, the... The big man from Phoenix. Oh, no, he got traded. Detroit? I don't know where he ended up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. I myself have tried to wear the goggles. Um, When I kept, I I ended up not liking them because they fogged up and I couldn't see. Yep. (laughs) But I'm I'm all for it. Um, I think it will... uh, You'd be surprised at how many AFL players actually play with contacts in. Yes. Um, yeah, that's why I'm asking this question. Yeah, I, I I think providing that they don't like, as long as they're safe and they're not going to cause harm to the player or another player, I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Especially as us visually impaired guys go. Yes. Um, right, another AFL one for you, Paddy McCartan. Yeah. Can he avoid another head knock and revitalise his career in Sydney? Uh, I think he can avoid a head knock. I don't think he will revitalise his career, though. Yeah, okay. I, I did see that uh, Horse has moved him to the back line and meant to be loving it. Yeah, uh, well, it will be interesting because um, the... They've got a fairly good back, like well, not good, but they're not they're not lacking in a height no. um, department in the back line. Um, I sort of sit there and I go, I wonder how much of it is actually um, because they want to keep um, Tom young. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, mate, I'm I'm all over this AFL stuff. Yeah. So I sort of sit there and. Um, you know, Tom's a key defender. Um, but in saying that, it, it, if I, I think what the Sydney Swans have done is quite a smart thing to do is to go after Paddy. Um, yeah. Because if it pays off, like, I mean, he was, you know, the best forward um, in the draft, if I remember correctly. He was actually the best player in the draft. Yeah, well, he got yeah, taken he went, number one, so. Yeah. So that's what I mean. I sit there and I go, you know, his potential was huge, um, yeah. and he showed it in glimpses. If it wasn't for the head knock, so yeah, um, yeah, he's it, been if, very unlucky. If it pays off, it pays off. Um, but you know, it was a very small risk that they took. So um, yeah, I don't small think he, I don't, reward. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he will revitalise his career though. 
Not okay. because of the head knock, so. Uh, have you seen Joel Embiid and James Harden play? I haven't, actually. I want okay. to. Okay. Well, this sort of question's a little bit pointless. And do they work? Oh, you don't need to watch them to know that they do work. Okay. Um, you just look at the stats that, like, Joel admitted, oh, I shouldn't say, well, Joel Embiid, he stats are fairly sort of similar. Hasn't changed too much, but you look at what Tyrese Maxey has been able to do. I was just to. about to ask you, out of, out of the players, who does it work for most? And the man is Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like Tyrese Maxey was having a good... A solid, a solid season before James Harden has come along. Um, yeah, but I think he's like he's going next level. Like in saying that, I looked at Tyrese Maxey and today, and I think it, like halftime or something, he only had like five points or something, and he's finished with twenty five. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like James Harden, he had twenty six, nine and nine, and Bede had twenty seven and twelve. Um, you listen to Joel Embiid and, and hear the way that he goes. He said that some of the shots he's taking now, he's never been so open. Yeah, um, yeah, he, yeah. He, oh, he's someone who can actually space the floor for him and put him in the right spot. He's not having to to make the play, or um, and because Harden's more perimeter than what. Uh, than what Simmons is, he's he's able to get himself into the into the post a lot more and not have to worry about getting out of the way. And uh, yep. yeah, I think I I actually think it it really works, and I think it works for all the Philly. To be honest, I think yeah, uh, I was very skeptical about this trade. I, I I had a feeling as long as they could get along, it would work well. But more, I, I I'm just a little bit worried about later on, maybe next season or the season after when James Harden wants that bigger sort of star status. Yeah. And they don't give it to him. But no, I I think at the moment they would almost be able to go all the way, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that I've been looking at as well. Mm. Um, will Zion go to the Knicks? I. It's very interesting because you like I've read a lot on this. I think he may. I think he leaves New Orleans. I don't know where he actually goes though. Yeah, well, um, which will be which will be sad because. The, the New Orleans have started to accumulate some okay or well, some good players, and I think if you threw Zion yep. in the mix, um, yeah, but that acquisition of uh, CJ has been phenomenal oh, for him. It's been great, and I, that's what I mean. Like I sit there and I go, the current starting five is CJ McCollum at the point guard, Brandon Ingram, uh, Jonas. Oh, hang on. Jonas Valanciunas, your man. Uh, yeah. Jackson Hayes at the yep. power forward. And Herbert. Oh, fuck, what a name. Herbert. Herbert Jones. Herbert Jones. 
Uh, and look, to be, to be honest, and I sit there and I go, you know, you bring Zion in. Um, like, I know he's not, I know he's too tall for this role, but you could literally bring him in as a shooting guard. And yeah, well, you'd, you'd be dropping uh, Jackson Hayes back to the bench because Jackson Hayes is a seven-footer. He should be playing center, uh, but just playing two bigs and it's working. Uh, I've seen yep. Ballard Tunes come out and say, like, it shouldn't work, but it is working. Yep. Uh, but I wouldn't be taking Herb Jones away from the shooting guard position, uh, mainly because of his defense. So what, McC- what McCullum lacks in defense, Herb Jones triples. Yep. Fair like, he is, he is the best defender, I believe, to come out of the draft. I'm putting him ahead of Mobley. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm I'm big on Herb Jones. So well defensively anyway. I just love the name, to be honest. Yeah. Herbert. Herbert. Uh is Joe the best show in basketball. At the moment it's hard to argue against it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh I can't remember who it was against the other day, but he hit that half-court shot, hit a insane buzzer beater, and then... Oh, my God. Yeah, good was Hoster. that. Oh. Yeah. I think the kid's an absolute star. I think he will be a star of the future. If he doesn't win an MVP in the future, then it's because he's been injured. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. That's the, only, that's the only thing I see stopping that young man. Unless, yep. well, obviously you've just got Luca and all those guys coming along as well, but there'll be a, has to be at least one season he plays better than them. Yes, yeah, I agree. Um, Eric Eric Spolstra or Greg <laughs> Popovich to coach your team? Are you kidding me? I know you're going to go Pop, but I really like Spolstra. I controversial here. How much is it actually? Well, nowadays it might be Spolster, but how much was it? And the tutelage of one of the greatest coaches in Pat Riley. Yeah, but who's so, doing it now? Huh. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, is Pat still, you know, he's very, I think he's still very heavily involved. Uh, I don't. I don't. Like, Where? You watch, you watch him on the sidelines and, yeah, no. Nah, yeah. I'll, all right, I'll put, this, I'll put this to you then. You've got Coach Pop who had one of the most – Boring superstars <laughs> play the game in Tim yep. Duncan. Yep. You had, I, I'm not going to say, oh, oh, I'm not going to call him overrated because he, he deserves the accolades he got, but Tony Parker, I think he made yeah, you Tony better Parker. Not, you better not call him overrated. Oh, I think he made Tony Parker. You look at, uh, Oh, I hate to say this because I hate this guy for so, like, for no reason at all. But I just hate him. But you look at Manu Ginobili. I think he got the bet. I think Pop got the best out of him. 
Yes. Like, I think that's the I think that's the difference is that Pop has been able to develop players. Where so you has been able to coach. The so start. you're saying that even say Bam at a bio was uh, working under Ryan Saunders, uh, who coached the T Wolves uh, 18 months ago. You're saying that Adebayo would still have come on as much as he has. Not you're the saying that, not at the T Wolves. Well, I'm 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 just saying under that coach, not at that team, under that coach. Well, I think a lot of it has to do that there, there was faith put in, which allowed him to blossom. Yeah. Yeah. At, at, yeah. Like, I know you're saying under the coach, but at, at the tables, you've got Cat. Yeah, that, that that's irrelevant. I'm only talking about the coach. So, say, say oh, Ryan right. Saunders. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. if, if Ryan Saunders was coaching the Heat, yeah, I reckon he probably would have still come on a bit. Maybe yeah, not right. as much, but I think he still, you know. I, I think Bam's had that. He's just taken a while to develop. And I think he's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I think he's had a bit of talent, but I don't think he... I didn't expect him to reach the level that he's at now. Yep, fair enough. Yeah. All righty. Um, look, I was surprised I didn't get any of these questions, uh, seeing as though it starts tomorrow. Uh, will Australia win the Test Series against Pakistan? Win a... Oh, sorry. No, win, sorry. Win the... Um, yeah. Win the Test Series. Pakistan has a few good players. Yes, um, they do. In Pakistan makes it a bit of an unknown. Only a three-Test Series as well. Uh, look, if Australia want to hold the mantle as number one Test side, then yes, they, have, they, they will win. Okay. Will we play two plus spinners in one of the matches? I don't even know who the did. I don't even know who the spinners were that we picked in the end. Uh, Gaz, Ashenaga, and Swepson. I think if we go two up, yes. Or unless they produce like a really spin heavy um, pitch. Yeah. Okay. So if we do, which paceman makes way? I'm going to say Cam Green. Oh, no, I, I saw I saw your face go there. The reason why I say this is if he, if our batting lineup is going well, like I find it hard to drop the, those three. Like you know what? You know what? I I do apologise, listeners, but uh, it appears we're going to cut Dylan off. He's had too much to drink, and he's uh, he's actually an idiot. Oh, I I, I, bet, oh. I did, the only reason why I say that is because he is. You don't know anything. Well, that too, but um, I sit there and I go like, uh, and I've had this. I, I we talked about this before, um, in that. Mitch Stark provides that left arm option. Josh Hayes would 
the bowler, um, yep. Pat Cummins, is amazing. He's, he's the captain. <laughs> Can't really drop him. Um, so I sit there and I go, right, it, it, it would literally be, it would have to be between Mitch Stark and, and Cam Green. And I think if, if Cam Green's not scoring and he's doing nothing with the ball, he goes. Um, but if he's scoring, I think Mitch Stark goes. Right. So uh, I am completely off you. Nah, fair enough. Uh, but uh, yeah. I didn't, right I didn't say I, I necessarily agree with dropping Cam Green. I'm just saying I think. Yeah, no, sort of I'm completely off you. Um, look, will this is your last question? Yep. Will Baba Azim top score for the series? I'd love to say no and throw in a wild card, but I'm going to say yes. Was your wild card Cam Green? No, because it's getting dropped. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My wild card, my, my wild card is our boy. Uzi. Uzi. Yeah, back in the homeland. Yep. Think something to prove. Um, yep. I, um, his I've, mental state I've, that he's in at the moment. I, I think he. I think he is a very relaxed man, um, and I reckon. I, I reckon he's a little. He's a little dark horse there. To that's racist. He's a little surprise packet. That's the one. <laughs> uh, I've, look, I've got. I've got no issues with Uzi top scoring at all. Um, yep. Look, so that. That brings us to the end of uh, choice of two two blokes. So what I'm going to do now is uh, I'm going to shoot through my uh, rest of the NRL table. Uh, so just a recap of my top six. I had Roosters, Panthers, Manly, Storm, Parramatta, and the Rabbitohs. Uh, seventh, I'm giving to the Gold Coast. Uh, yep. they're, they're my surprise packet for the year. Uh, they will play finals this year, uh, especially with the squad they've got. You've got uh, Jaden Campbell, AJ Brimson, David Fafita, Tino Fasilo, and Mawali. Um, I just, those guys are just going to propel this team uh, up the ladder. Uh, they're exciting and they will play finals. Um, I think they showed what they can do towards the end of last year and um, I expect them to carry that on uh, into eighth. Uh, I've gone to Cowboys. Uh, I am clutching at straws and this is a biased pick. That's as easy as that one. Fair enough. Look, we've got a good squad. There's no reason why we can't. but whether or not we can put it all together and have a solid halves combination is my main question mark. Um, in ninth, I've got the Cronulla Sharks. Yep. Um, they've got a great squad. Um, and if the Cowboys don't make the finals, the Sharks will take their spot. Um, had a great off-season of recruiting. 
Nico Hines and Dale Finucane both coming up from the storm. They're going to make an impact. Uh, only concern is Nico Hines in the seven. Uh, just a little bit worried about how he's going to control the halves because uh, he'll be partnered up with Matt Moylan. So very similar uh, techniques there. And I wasn't convinced with Nico in the All-Star games in the halves. So we'll just see how that goes. But a lot of talent around him. Is that showing my lack of knowledge here, Craig Fix, Fix Gibbons? That is, yes. So uh, Fitzy's taken over as coach. Yep. And I think I think he's going to be uh, a great asset for them and uh, they're really going to learn off him. Um, yeah, okay. Coming yep. over, he's coming over from the Roosters, so he's going to bring a wealth of knowledge um, there. Uh, move down to 10th. I've got the Brisbane Broncos. Um, once again, they had a decent off-season of recruiting with Adam Reynolds. They were crying yep. out for someone who can, who can control the game. Uh, got their man. Uh, also got Kurt Capewell as well, who will fit seamlessly into that second-row spot. From Penrith? Uh, yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, they're just great additions. Uh, I just see them lacking a little bit through the spine, especially with... Um, their fullback and their hooker. Um, so we'll just see how they come on. Uh, I believe Tessie New and Corey, I can't pronounce his name, Paoro, P-A-I-X, whatever his name is, uh, will be starting at hooker. Um, so that's my only concern for the Broncos. Apart from that, uh, they should go okay. I don't like them, but they should go okay. Uh, that moves me to 11th, and I have the Canterbury Bulldogs. Yep. Um, well, look, the Doggies have taken a great step forward this year uh, in terms of recruiting. Uh, it's just going to be putting it all together on the park. You know, they've got uh, who have they signed? They signed Burton. Ado Car. Ado Car. I believe they've got um, the party host from. St. George in Paul Vaughan, who's actually taken on the leadership role. Uh, Corey Thompson for them, uh, big, big pommy fella. He's he's an absolute weapon. Um, but I actually think their, their big player to watch this year is um, Jeremy Marshall King, who's playing hooker for him. Yep. Uh, He's had a massive preseason. He's come out and said that he wants to be one of the top five hookers in the league. Um, so if you're coming out and saying that, you've got to come Back out and produce. And look, I actually think he can. Um, with the doggies, they just need that certain certainty in the halves. Um, obviously, they're going to. I believe they're going to play Matt Burton in the six, uh, and then just get the right partner for him in the seven. Um, and we'll see how the doggies go. Uh, I think it's going to be a much better year than what they've had the last couple. Yep. Uh, moving on, I have the Newcastle Knights. Um, the loss of Mitch Pearce, I believe, will hurt them in the short term, um, but will be a gain in the long term for them, getting some playing time into a couple of younger kids. Um Jake Clifford, who is the next cowboy, um, he's going to take on 
majority of the playmaking, I believe. Yep. Um, which I find, which I think will be interesting to see how he handles that. But uh, with a man like Kalen Ponger at the back, I expect him to have a hand in a lot of plays, uh, control a lot of the game, especially inside the opposition twenty. Um, will he but, play sort of a Tedesco role in terms of uh, in offense, sort of play just off the back of sort of play a little bit and come through or? Oh, look, I I think it depends on how confident the Knights' halves are. Um, yep. So if, like, Tedesco's very lucky, like he's a great player, but he's got very confident and talented halves. Um, yep. For the Knights, it just depends on who they partner Clifford with Yep. and how confident Clifford is going to the line and then, giving it to Ponga because if they give it to Ponga and he's, you know, 10 metres behind the play of the ball, well, like, teams are just going to shut him down. But if he's getting the ball right near the line and can zig and zag and jump around and backflip over everyone, he's he just causes trouble. Like, as soon as he gets the ball, people sit on the edge of their seat. He's one of those sort of players. Yeah. So um, even, yep. with, even with Ponga, I'm still not backing... The Knights in four finals. Sorry to all of my Knights fans that are listening, but uh, it's not happening this year. Sorry. Um, so just below the Knights, I've got the West Tigers. Um, they're not going to finish ninth this year. Uh, look, they've recruited well, but there's another tough year ahead for the boys from Leichhardt, uh, especially if Luke Brooks plays the way he's been playing. He's pretty much been handed the keys to that team and he lost them. He just went out one night and bloody lost the keys. <laughs> he's still trying to find them. Uh, hopefully he's found them. Uh, I do like Luke Brooks uh, at least a little bit, but he needs to take control of the team for them to have any success. Uh, and... I don't think he can. I don't think he's that sort of player, to be honest. Yep. Uh, then in 14th, I've gone the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Sean Johnson comes back to the Warriors. So with the signing of Johnson, I was like, okay, right. Back the Warriors in for top eight. Rah, rah, rah. And I thought about it. He's a completely different player. Uh, now to what he was when he was over there. Uh, age is getting to him. Lost a little bit of that athleticism. He's still a, he's still a gun when he's on. I uh, just don't know how he's going to mesh with Reese Walsh, who is apparently quite unsettled at the Warriors and ready to come back to Australia. Um, they, they definitely have the firepower, uh, but I don't think it'll click but they'll definitely be worth watching. Yep. They're, a, they're a team that can cause a few upsets and definitely put a few points on. Um, 15th, I've got the St. George Dragons. Uh, ben Hunt has to do a lot of work here to get this side going. Um, there's unrest in the coach's box and... A lot of young 
very talented players coming through. Uh, but I think they're just going to be too raw and Ben Hunt's going to have too much pressure on him. Uh, and I just don't back them in for a whole heap of wins this year. But there is a excitement machine that is playing for them, and that is Tyrell Sloan. He'll be playing fullback and definitely give him a watch. Uh, saw a little bit of his play during a couple of the preseason games, and he definitely caught my eye. Yep. And that leaves me with my wooden spooners, which is a very, very bold prediction. But that is the Canberra Raiders. Mm. Yep. So some people had them in their top eight. Some people had them on the fringe of finals. Uh, I've gone the other way. I think um, there's a lot of unrest in the team. Ricky Stewart's got his handful. Um, They're very talented, but I don't know if they're going to be playing Josh Hodson at the nine or if they're going to be starting Tom Starling. Uh, Jamal Fogarty's now out, so that's going to put a lot more pressure on the halves. Uh, We've seen Jack White and go hiding previously. Uh, So, yeah, I just... I do like the Raiders. I love it when their stadium's full and the Viking claps going. Uh, but I do just see it being a bit of a rough year for them. Uh, I hope I'm wrong and that the Broncos get the wooden spoon. But uh, look, so I'll just uh, I'll give you a rundown of my ladder again. So uh, I'll start at first. So we have the Roosters, the Panthers, the Sea Eagles, Storm, Parramatta, Rabbitohs, Gold Coast, Cowboys, Sharks, Broncos, Bulldogs, Knights, Tigers, Warriors, Dragons, Raiders. Uh, And then the State of Origin winners will be the New South Wales Blues, 3-0, because Stuff Queensland... Uh, the Daily M medalist will be Tom Travoyevich. The top try scorer will be Xavier Coates from the Storm. Yep. The top point scorer will be Ruben Garrick. Manly. From, from Manly. And the premiers to lift the cup will be Manly. Interesting. Interesting. I told you at the start, there was quite a few bold predictions in there. And, uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll see how they work out. Who plays uh, off in the grand final against Manly? The Roosters. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Oh, look. Lucky we're coming to the end. You know, don't cut you off for being too drunk. You know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that, no, I, I can't argue with it, to be honest. So Yeah, yeah. So, um, look, that is my NRL predictions for 
the season of 2022. Uh, look, happy to take all feedback, good or bad. I don't think there's going to be much good because doing this sort of stuff, you always piss someone off. Um, but what I will do is I'll roll into my best bet for this weekend. Uh, I've got a two-leg multi. Uh, I've got Ranrick, Ranwick, race two, number one, Russian Conquest to win. Ooh, I like it. In two, Ranwick, race seven, Forbidden Love to place. Uh, put them together, $2.90. Forbidden Love. Forbidden Love. Oh, what race was that one, sorry? Race seven, number nine. The only thing I don't like about it is the jockey. Huey Bowman. Yeah. Mm, that interesting. I... There's a couple of good horses in there. There is a couple of good horses. That's why I've just gone it to place. Um, so, yeah, you can get $2.90 for that. And that is my bet for the weekend. Now, I'm going to stay at Randwick. Love it. And I, I want to know if you can pick who I'm going after. Righto. Can I have a hint? What race? Right, you just flick through the races and you'll see. All right. Um, I reckon it's going to be a bit later in the meet. Uh, All right, I'll move on to my second one, and I'll let you just figure that one out. So this one, I'm yeah. only going to whack. I'm only going to whack a little ten dollar. Oh, you'll um, be on my deal. Took your time. Jesus. Oh, That's uh, a big we'll, race. we'll go back to that one. And I'm I'm on Mighty Beal race four uh, at Randwick. Um, I'm sitting there looking at it. It is it's it's a it's a big field. Don't I wouldn't surprise me if some of these drop right out. Um, especially if it stays a heavy track. Um yeah. Look, Mighty Bill is not the greatest horse on a heavy. It's only had one race. Uh, confidence. But everyone knows how much I love it. Love that, this horse. Uh, I think it's in for a big autumn. Um, I'm looking at the race. Um, there's a few that I think can push it, but I think, I think young Mighty will be... Um, Mighty Beal will come through and absolutely kill it. So I've um, got, especially with the bonus bonus bet um, for second or third, I think it will place top three, um, hopefully win. I'm um, going for $20 on the nose on that one. Yeah. Um, my second horse, the odds haven't come out on this one just yet. Um, no, absolute no form on this. Purely and simply, I'm whacking a little cheeky little $10 bet on this one. It's uh, a punters club horse that I'm involved in. Um, it is racing at Wangaratta uh, on Saturday. Race two, number nine, 
Uh, odds aren't out yet. Uh, it's called Toro Magic. As I said, the Punters Club part of owns it. Um, once again, a bowl reports. The trainers have said that it's um, will be interesting. I think the trainer wanted a bit more of a middle draw rather than the second barrier. Um, you should. For a little cheeky little tenor on the on the nose. Um, I think we should be all good. As I said, don't know what the odds are yet, so I don't actually know the form around the race, but um, there are a few big names in there. You've got the Hayes are bringing up one. Um, the Kent, Mike, Mike, Nick Price and Michael Kent brought one up. Um, Simon Zara's got one. Um, but, yeah, I think I can't comment on what it's actually going to do, but hopefully it will get up for us. Um, and my last bet, um, I don't actually have one yet and that's because i will be betting on a nba game to continue a little same game multi at some stage more than likely i've just looked at the games more than likely it will be the philadelphia 76ers game jesus <laughs> yep yeah people have been following i'm absolutely loving i'm on board of the philly 76ers at the moment um, I've won a few things on them. I can already probably tell you now what the bet will be, <laughs> providing it all goes good. Yes. Uh, yeah. So depending on what odds we get for that, um, will be depending on how big. Oh, sorry, how big the odds are is whether or not we'll go. But more than likely, what it will be, um, will be. Sorry, just getting up. I'll probably Max have jo- ten. Well, yeah, I'll have Joel for twenty, Harden for twenty. Normally, I'd go Maxi for ten, but I think the way he's going at the moment, as we spoke, or the way things are playing, I'm willing to maybe push it to fifteen. Once yeah, again, I'll, I'll wait like to I'll wait to see what the um, odds sort of come out at. Um, this one will be the leg that I'm not sure of, and that's Tobias Harris to have 10. Um, I think he's finally starting to sort of find a bit of a groove with him uh, and find yep. his, his place. Um, you know, in saying that, he like he had 14 today. So hopefully, but I'll just wait and see if I need a leg in there. If I need to drop a leg out, that will be him. Um, yep. And Joel Embiid to have eight rebounds and James Harden have eight assists. Beautiful. That's what it will be, depending on uh, odds. Yeah. I can always so, want yeah. something to up. Yeah, just recap. Mighty Bill, race four, Randwick. Toro Magic, race two, Wangaratta. And a same game multi on the Philly 76ers Cleveland game. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Let's... Uh... Let's hope for a good weekend and a little turnaround. Yes. Big time. I've, I've got good feeling about this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Especially because uh, I'm up here in the Gold Coast and uh, I'm going out for a lovely teppanyaki feed tonight. So oh. all things good. Oh. Yeah. Some of us live the life, don't they? Yes. Oh, and uh, also if you want to, Dylan, if you want to come up, I'm um, going to Dream World tomorrow. You can go on a roller coaster. Um, well, I'm actually busy 
Oh, yeah, right. I'm, I'm heading to a concert on Friday, on tomorrow night. Are you? You're not going yep. to the Foo Fighters, are you? No, they're not in Australia, are they? Yeah, playing are in they? Geelong tomorrow night. Yes, and I'm bloody filthy. Oh, no, I'm not going to see them. I'm going to see a young man by the name of All Day. Okay. Well, he's not Dave Grohl, but... Um... I think he wishes it was Dave Grohl. I think everyone... Well, I wish I was Dave, Dave Grohl. Grohl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nah. Alrighty. Well, uh, let's finish that up because uh, I've got a dinner date to get to. I will speak to you very soon to all of our listeners. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Remember to jump on the socials, give us a follow, get in contact with us. Uh, give me your feedback on my NRL predictions. Uh, make sure you gamble responsibly. Stay sweet and hooroo. Uh, you stay safe, mate, and hopefully don't float away and you're back next week. And, uh, uh, the floaties I've got on my arms, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you later, listeners.